Tommy. I'm Sarah. And let's uh, dive in. Yeah, Macy is, I don't know, did she ever come back from her honeymoon? Maybe she's still out there somewhere. Is she still honeymooning? I have no idea. Good for her if she is. Yeah. Good for her. Really? Yeah. I never did a honeymoon. You didn't? No. We were just in Vegas, and then we just... Oh, you're already in a destination. And then, yeah, we did stay at, like, a nice hotel and just kind of staycationed, but I don't know. That didn't really count. Did you do, like, one of those Vegas marriages where it's, like, Mm -mm. married by Elvis? No, we actually got married in a church. Yep. And then had a reception. And my parents did, though. My mom and my stepdad, they got married in the little white chapel. It wasn't an Elvis guy but it was it was like <laughs> was it a little... drive-through no <laughs> they have that right I yeah i need to go to vegas i want to that's the kind of stuff i want to do vegas trip i want to go to a wedding like that i want to have a friend that does like a fun silly themed wedding or some kind of elvis like guy i'm married i've never been invited to a themed wedding and now i'm mad about it we need to find something <laughs> we need to do Somebody needs to have a themed wedding. <laughs> we can talk them into having some weird wedding. Yeah, like, you know, like uh, magic or <laughs> something like superheroes. I mean, there's so many directions you can go. Even if it's just so, like, off the wall and, like, dorky and weird, I think it'd just be entertaining. I went with very classy for my wedding, mm-hmm. which surprised me. I surprised myself because mm. I always thought it'd be like, oh, we're black and I'm going to wear a mini skirt. And- yeah, Stuck it all. But then when it That's actually came down to it, to. <laughs> yeah, when it came down to it, it was very traditional. Oh yeah, it would be nice to have like black wedding dress, and then everyone else has to wear white. Yeah, Love like that. the one I found in the store it was so cool. That was dark and lovely for sure. That's my next wedding dress. Well, I've been saving our two hundredth episode till uh, oh, Macy great. can be here, so we'll call this one ninety nine and a half. Okay. Because don't we have to do a movie for that, too? I don't think people are really interested in those. <laughs> Sadly. I, I watch our, like, downloads. and We're way more interested. Yeah, those seem low interest. Oh, okay. <laughs> but we can still do it amongst ourselves. I want to watch the movie Gaslighting. Yeah, there's a lot of movies I want to say. Okay. Are you ready for a story? I am so ready. Okay. Do you know, like, about, you know, kids' fairy tales and all that? I do know a lot of those children's stories and fairy tales are dark and weird and twisted, yeah. I'm going to tell you one. Okay. I'm going to talk about the truth behind Hansel and Gretel. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I feel like I've heard about that at some point, but I don't remember. You know the story? Yeah, where they go into the woods and... Oh. I have to tell a story. Okay. It's a story time. Okay. So this is a Brothers Grimm fairy tale. Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm, they wrote fairy tales. They actually wrote all like the famous ones, Snow White, Rapunzel, uh, Rumpelstiltskin, Hansel mm-hmm. and Gretel, like so many. So this came out in 1812. That's a long time ago. That's so weird. So to, can I just end yes, already? please interrupt. So I went with um, Chelsea today, Chelsea Durgan and her oh, yeah. friend um, to Coeur d'Alene. And they had, she said it was an escape room. But it was outdoors and it wasn't an escape room. It was like this, almost like this outdoor virtual adventure 
where you're on your phone and you have to go around and um, check in with these different characters like around the town, but it's on the phone. So when you get to a certain spot, like the character pops up. Oh, like Pokemon Go. Kind of like that. And then there's like this little thing you read and then you have to solve these riddles to get to the next thing. And we actually got bored after. It's like riddles. <laughs> we got kind of bored after a while. And then we just, we ended up at this place called Craft. It was um, this little bar restaurant place that has hurdle races. What? Turtle, turtle racing on Friday nights at 10 p.m. Okay, that seems like what do they call it when the two words don't go together? Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because turtles oxymoron. are oxymoron. Yeah, yeah. Is turtle racing an oxymoron? I think that's why that's the why it sounds like it's supposed to be. I hope fun. they're kind to the turtles. I mean, I, I hope, hope there's so. no turtle cruelty involved. What if you bring your own turtle or they provide turtles? Are you so better? many questions. Did you see the turtle racing? No, ten, Friday's at 10. So I think we might need to go and check it out and okay. do a field trip. I'm Anyways, gonna... that's a side note. We ended up at this turtle racing place with no turtles at today. Because <laughs> we stopped. We got bored of this virtual adventure thing. I understand that's that. not an escape room. Ugh. And But anyways, the whole point I brought it up is because all the characters were fairy tale characters. So it was Snow White. Oh. Rumble Stiltskin, Rapunzel, so like all the people you were just saying, which is kind of weird that I like. That is very collective unconscious connection. It is, yeah. Oh, and people were so into it that they were dressed up. It was the Beauty and the Beast theme, and so there would be like. What did you wear? We didn't dress we're up. We're just talking about a themed event. That was your chance. I didn't know you were supposed to. There was a whole bunch of people out there doing this thing, and they were all into you it. You would be a good Snow White because you have the dark hair and the white skin. I wanted to do that for Halloween, maybe this year. Do it. Okay. All right. Back to the story. Please jump in anytime. What the- this is not supposed to be a monologue. Okay. <laughs> but we need to go turtle racing. What? You bet on the turtle. You bet. See, on- I'm a little concerned this is going to be like greyhound racing and there's going to be like, you know, issues with animal health, especially with it being over there. Maybe, yeah. I don't know if they keep, they have their own turtles that they bring in. Where do they keep the turtles on their downtime? Do they even have downtime, or is it like a turtle sweatshop? <laughs> Are they made to race twenty four seven? We can ask more questions maybe before we support this okay. event. Okay. Well, yeah, let's just go and check it out. All right, and we can ask some more questions while we're there. And if we have to alert, alert Peta to it, then we will. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna do a spy. Even though I hate Peta because of what they did to my son when he was little. Oh no, that's a whole other story. I haven't told you about that. Mm-mm. When he was in preschool, they had a, a old, sweet, fat pet rabbit in their classroom. Mm-hmm. It's preschoolers. Yeah. Little, little. So he's like three. Yeah. And they loved it. That's and they cute. called that rabbit Sugar Bunny. Uh-huh. He'd have broken into his preschool, stole the rabbit, left the cage filled with PETA flyers. Whoa. And... I hope if they let that bunny loose in the wild, that bunny was probably dead within an hour because it was old, fat, used to being fed. It's not going to outrun any coyotes. So I don't know. They should have just, and, and the children were traumatized. Like they were sobbing because they're sugar bunny. So taken care of. Like, why ex- would you leave it there overnight? Well, like, it's, you, know, you know, it, it's extreme. So you mm-hmm. shouldn't be like having any animals like in servitude as your pet or whatever. Oh, come on. That is awful. Yeah. yeah. So we don't like PETA. That That's why I don't like PETA because they made Asher cry when I he was little. Who 
made the report. That's who I want to be mad at. Who? And how did they break in? I feel like it was an inside job. It had to have been. Right. Another teacher or somebody something. in there. Mm-hmm. There was a whole spokesman article about it. I should try to find it and bring it in. Poor Asher. I know. Sugar money. Where did she go? Sugar money. Sugar money. They're all so sad. That is awful. (laughs) That's very sad. All these little babies coming in in the morning. Where's sugar sugar money? What are all these flyers in sugar money's cage? Come on, Peta. Don't you have better things to be doing? Come on. Exactly. Okay. All right. Back to the story. All right. So here's the story. And please jump in okay. whenever you want to. Okay. Okay. So I have the book, the fairy tale book. So mm-hmm. um, this is like a super shortened version of the story, but a lot of like actual uh, parts of the book. Near a great forest lived a poor woodcutter and his wife and his two children. So this is the stepmother situation. All right. That's a big theme. Over and over, the evil stepmother, right? And so it's the Grim. I want to know Grimm's background. Did they have a problem with a stepmother in their childhood? We should do some research. We need a psychological profile done. We need a family tree, a genogram. Is Grimm their actual last name, or was this some kind of like cool? It's very cool, though, isn't it? Because if they're talking, yeah, they're made these fairy tales that are grim, and then their name's grim. I mean, that's what it says in the book, but that could be a a writer's name, a pseudonym. Mm -hmm. There was very little to eat. There was a great Darth in the land, and the man could not even gain the daily bread. So I had to look up Darth. (gasps) I know what it means. Dark. No. D-E-A-R-T-H. D. E. Oh, okay. it's not like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I knew that. Well, I thought but maybe it was... related because Darth is like a scarcity. You know what Darth Vader means? Dark. Dark. Okay. Father. Because you know, like Darth Vader, Vader means father. Vader means father. What? And so it was like the a fuck. Yeah, and I'm so that ends up right. being Luke's father, or right? Yeah. Luke, I am your father. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I did not name Asher Luke Lucas. Mm-hmm. I thought about it, but I already had Skylar. So I pictured uh, their dad like yelling at them in the park saying, Luke, Sky, listen to me. I am your father. And I was like, no, too much. <laughs> That's too much. Yeah. So he's Asher. That would have been kind of cool though. I like the name Luke. Luke and, and Leia. They were both, that was both their father. Those are good twinsy names. Yeah. So there was a great Darth in the land, Darth with an E. Okay. That means scarcity. Okay. And he was worried about how he would feed his children, but his wife had a solution. We will take the children early in the morning into the forest where it is thickest. We will make them a fire and we'll give them each a piece of bread. Then we will leave them alone. They will never find the way home again and we shall be quit of them. So she just wanted to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. More food for her. More food for her. The man wasn't so sure about this plan. He was worried that wild animals would devour them. So yeah, he didn't think, think it would turn out well. He wasn't sure about the plan. <laughs> he wasn't We're like, sure about uh, it. This is an absolutely bad plan. Like, but I think uh, the wife was the decision maker in the family. Sounds like it. Uh, she ridiculed, calling him a fool. You fool! And said, then we will all four starve. You had better get the coffins ready. 
So he was pressured into it. So she should have sent her out into the woods for making that suggestion. No, good point. You leave them. I think this was the times, and we talked about this, where, like, kids weren't seen as precious yet. Mm. Like, that came, like, more towards the Victorian times. Okay. So Little and Hansel and Gretel were awake, and they overheard this conversation. Gretel was distressed and cried, but Hansel had a plan. He opened the back door and went outside. The moon was shining brightly on white flint stones that lay in the front of the house and glistened like pieces of silver. So he filled up the pockets of his coat as full as it would hold. So in the morning, the man and his wife gave their children a piece of bread each and took them out into the woods. Every now and then, Hansel sneakily dropped a flint along the road. So when they got to their destination, the children were told to lay down and rest. They're like, you're tired. Go ahead and sleep while we cut wood. Uh, But when they awoke, it was nighttime. Parents were nowhere to be seen. And they would have been lost, but they were able to find their way home once the moon rose by following the path of the bright flint shining in the light. So they followed that home. So Mm -hmm. Hansel's smart. Mm -hmm. He like had a plan. He enacted it. Yes, he executed it. Hansel. I mean, it's hard not to think about Zoolander when I think of Hansel. Hans and Franz. Well, you know Hansel and Zoolander. Mm-hmm. Uh, Owen Wilson. Oh yeah, that was a that was a really funny movie. So the the kids made it home. The wife is pissed, and the dad's like relieved, but she's like, "We need to try this again to abandon the children in the woods the next morning." So they're talking about it. Hansel and Gretel again were awake. They overheard the conversation. Hansel went again to go gather the the flint outside but when he tried he found the wife had locked the door so he was blocked from that plan Mm -hmm. so gretel's distressed he's like don't cry he was working something out of his head Mm -hmm. so again the next morning the children were given a piece of bread each and walked into the woods farther than they'd ever been it was like woods they'd never seen before deep in the woods deep in the woods the thick dark woods so along the way Hansel he had this piece of bread so he's like sneaking and dropping little pieces along the path so thinking maybe they'd be able to follow that trail back home I mean that was a good last ditch effort it really was So again, when they got to their destination, the children were told, you're tired, rest, it's okay if you sleep, we'll build you a fire, relax, everything's cool, we're going to go chop some wood. I have a plan. What's your plan? I would have just not fallen asleep and then waited till they were walking away Mm. and then just get up and kind of follow them back. But at the same time, they're just going to keep kicking you out again. No, I, I like that plan. Yeah. That's good. Like, pretend you're asleep? Yeah, pretend you're asleep, and then they're like, okay, let's go. But they're going to be, like, crunching through the woods, and you're going to hear them farther away than what they can see, and you just kind of sneak and Sneak listen. and follow. Yeah. And maybe coordinate your steps with theirs. Yeah. And then I'd go into the village, and I don't know what I'd go, what would happen from there. <laughs> see, we Probably can't nothing we good. survive in the wild. I don't know what to do. <laughs> go to the city's the instinct. <laughs> Right. So when they awoke, it was dark night. Parents are out of there. 
They waited until the moon rose so they'd be able to see the breadcrumbs. But the birds had came and carried them all away, darn it. Dang it. Nice try, Hansel. <laughs> nice try. It was a good effort. Mm-hmm. So Hansel and Gretel wandered and wandered trying to find their way out of the woods, but they could not. And in fact, they found themselves deeper and deeper into the woods, not closer to home. By the third day, they were starved. About noon on that third day, they saw a pretty snow white bird sitting on a bough and singing so sweetly that they stopped to listen. When the bird had finished singing, he spread his wings and flew before them, like in a way like inviting them to follow. So they followed the bird until they came to a little house that was built of bread and roofed with cakes and the windows were made of transparent sugar. Wow. Which I thought was like really early technology to make a window out of sugar. I've heard of them doing that like as stunt windows. Like if a stunt person's going to fly through the window, that would be made out of sugar. I didn't realize that was happening in such ancient times. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Hmm. We should try to make a window out of sugar. Let's do it. <laughs> So they're starving. They discuss it amongst themselves and start, you know, tearing pieces off the house and eating it, Mm -hmm. the windows and the roof. And then they hear a voice, nibble, nibble, like a mouse who is nibbling at my house. Then the door opened and an aged woman came out leaning upon a crutch. The children were frightened, but she took each by the hand and led them into the house. And so inside it was like warm and cozy. There was a good meal laid out waiting for them. There was milk and pancakes with sugar, apples and nuts. And you know, they're starving and desperate out in the woods about to die. So they're like loving this. She showed them two little white beds and tucked them in. And they just thought, this is great. Mm-hmm. However, the old woman was a wicked witch who lay in wait for children. When they were inside her house, she killed them, cooked them, oh. and ate them. Okay. So, in the not grim version, it was that she was trying to do that. Like, she was trying to fatten them up so that she could, like... Yes, this is like- her history. Oh, okay. So we're not done with yeah, that. I yeah. thought that they she cooked. Home. No, I was pausing to get your input. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> Who, is this? Who is this lady? Who is she? What is happening? So the witch's eyes were red and she couldn't see very far, but she had a keen scent like the beasts, and she could smell when human creatures were near. So she's she smelled them coming. So this cannibal which and i wonder did she transform into the bird or was that like her familiar that she could send out on a job Mm -hmm. to lure them back yeah the bird was working for her the bird yeah was definitely maybe her in on it somehow yeah the next morning though the kids like you know grasp what was the situation the seriousness of the situation how did they know at that point that this was because the next morning she she grasped Hansel and locked him in a stable outside. Mm-hmm. And then 
told Gretel her job was to cook for her brother to fatten him up for eating. So, so she gave it wasn't really a secret. Yeah, I know. So this went on for four weeks, and Hansel was tricking her by when she said, "Because remember, she didn't have good eyesight." So she'd say, let me feel your finger to see how you're fattening up. And he would stick out a bone instead. Yeah. And she's like, (laughs) (laughs) so finally, she's fed up. She's like, I'm eating him no matter what, even if he's, you know, bony. She's sick of eating candy and cake. She wants some meat. She wants some some human flesh. So she told Gretel to fetch water to boil and bake bread for the meal. So Gretel's like obviously distressed. She's like, I don't want to be like a part of this. I don't want my brother to be eaten. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of like playing dumb, like, I can't tell if the oven's hot enough. And so the witch is like, You stupid girl, <laughs> this is how. And so she like gets in the oven and then Gretel shoves her in and locks the latch. Good job, Gretel. Um Yes. So she lets Hansel out of the stable and then they like notice the witch has all these precious stones so they grab those and then they flee. And then some animals... They burn... Did she turn the oven on? It doesn't say that. It was already fiery. Oh, okay. So she just locked her in. So yes, she she, burned she burns okay. up. Yeah. We can assume she burns up. Okay. Uh, that's a different witch. It's a Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, yes. So they make their way home eventually, and their father's overjoyed to see them. I mean, I'm not too happy with this dad. You know what? He's kind of a pushover. He doesn't really stand up for his values. You know, that's, yeah. Uh, The wife had died over these few days. Oh, my goodness. So they were able to live in joy without her. They had these stones that they could cash in. Get food now. Get cashola. Yeah. So it was like a happily ever after such. Oh, okay. Very nice. So that's the original Hansel and Gretel story. Uh-huh. So here's some of the truth behind it. There was a great flood and famine in 1314 in Europe. And this, you might think, like, what would cause a famine? Like, what would you think? Um, like, the what rain wasn't coming and being able to water the crops. And so yeah. food wasn't growing. That's what you'd think. Like, drought. Drought, yes. Thank you. This was caused by too much rain. Oh, okay. Blood. So it rained almost constantly through the summer and fall of 1314, and then through most of 1315 and 1316. So this caused the crops to rot, rot mm. and livestock drowned or starved. Like, this is a lot of rain. Yeah. So food stocks were depleted, and the price of food soared. People couldn't afford it. It was called the Great Famine of Europe. And over the next few years, it claimed 5% of the British population. And it was the same or even worse in mainland Europe. Mm-hmm. So this this tale takes place like Germany-ish. Mm-hmm. So the shortage of crops like pushed the prices up to the point nobody could buy any of the necessities. And this isn't like the times we can like go to the store and get a loaf of bread or 
you know, a you lunchable. Make all your stuff. You had to make all your stuff. Yeah. So if you can't get those basics, the wheat, the barley, sugar, the oats, the you know, the vegetables, you're you're screwed. So bread was super expensive. Um, and because the grain had to be dried before it could be used, it was also like very poor quality because the grains were like damaged. Mm -hmm. And salt at that time was the only way to cure and preserve meat. They didn't have like fridges mm -hmm. or freezers. So you couldn't get that and you couldn't extract it through evaporation when it was in wet weather. So that price went up. Wow. They tried to control the prices, but the traders simply refused to sell their goods at the so low scary. prices. That's so scary because it just makes me think back during COVID. COVID! And you go yes. into the grocery store and see all the shelves cleared out. That was terrifying. It was terrifying. I went to Rosar's, no bread, the entire shelf. The mil when, I, when the milks were gone, I was... I started getting really nervous. I'm like, okay, we're turning into an apocalyptic situation. We're all going to be, yeah, yeah, fighting each other for goods. And yeah, so it's such a scary feeling. So I can't imagine like what these, and this is for years. Doing. Oh my God. And this was like, at least they had skills like to make stuff. I mean, <laughs> we were kind of like, I mean, I, I have such respect for people that are self-sufficient kind of. Because I am so not self-sufficient. <laughs> no, I want, I need a garden. I want to. I want to grow I my own things. I would love to be, but it takes. I mean, it's it needs to be like a full-time job if you're really going to be self-sufficient. Mm -hmm. I mean, I ding around. I have tomato plants. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we've been living off just tomatoes. Like, and we last a week. I'm basically off the grid with my three tomato plants. <laughs> that will last you like two days. Yeah, two days, and we're starving again. Did you like make your own bread during the COVID? Um, I mean, I can make banana bread, so I probably did, but I wasn't like I did it doing once. it for like survival purposes. Not actual like bread, real bread. I did one like, you know, the rustic, I guess, bread where it's like. How did it come out? Was it? Do you have a bread machine maker thingy, or did you? No, I was trying to just do it. Like, okay, if this is the end of times. Can I make bread? Just so I, I had that confidence that we would survive. So I did it once. Uh -huh. It was good. But then I was able to find bread at the store again. I'm like, okay, at least I know I can do it. Do you remember how to do it now? Or do you just have the recipe written down somewhere? I mean, I have, I should write it down because I looked it up on my phone. Oh, right. Like we have to, back to, like that's another thing too, is I think we're over-reliant on cloud storage or this or that. Like we should have hard copies of some things for survival. Definitely. Like recipes. Yes. Or like just basic instructions on how to live. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like books. <laughs> I mean, you know, human IQ for the first time ever is going down on it. It's scary. Wow. And I 100% blame like phones and social media and just our over-reliance on not having to retain anything in our head mm -hmm. do you remember when you used to know everybody's phone number by heart yeah and now i know nobody's well i, I know, know like a few people i don't even know my kids phone numbers i know Nick's phone number that's it it's really sad max no <laughs> like if i was stranded without my phone how would i call anybody right it's terrible. You should memorize somebody's. Let's memorize people's phone numbers. Okay. 
<laughs> but then you have to trust that they're going to answer. <laughs> Max is really easy too. It's like a, a bunch of zeros <laughs> and I still don't know it. But I know my old, when I used to have a landline back in the day, I still memorized that one. Three three eight eight three zero two. That was my home. Yeah, I still have my old. 16. Isn't that interesting? Yep. We're getting yeah. stupid. We are. That's awful. I know. Let's do something about it. Okay. We back to the famine. Read more. Back to the Great Famine. So by. 1316, there were rumors of cannibalism. People were starving. They were desperate. They were begging, stealing, murdering for what little food that people could find. Mm -hmm. I have thankfully never been to that point of like doing anything to eat. But I've, you know, through this podcast, (laughs) scared enough you know about like I think it gets to that point that you'll do anything you'll eat anything oh sure yeah like because yellow jackets we, yeah really end up having that just like that you have or that survival drive like we have that built into us that we want to live so here's the link to Hansel and Gretel parents who could no longer feed their families actually did abandon their children to fend for themselves oh. they really would take them out to the woods and leave oh, them there so sad yeah i just think it's really interesting it is i mean i guess you there's no birth control so you just had like so many children you would just give up some like i can't relate or imagine but it was different times and this the awful part is we're gonna take them out to the woods because we don't want to watch them starve either because it's like they could just kill them like yeah that's i almost feel like that would would be be better better, in a way and at least you're involved in the outcome right it's you're taking away their suffering you're taking away their suffering and i feel like there's more accountability Mm -hmm. like you're just leaving them out there and it's like yeah, now they're to either gonna have like, a horrible end, like, like they're probably animals. not gonna live. Yeah, wild animals are gonna get them, or yeah, they might make it. Like, there's so many sad movies where parents intentionally kill their children for like good reasons. Color Purple, Titanic, you know, to, to save their children from suffering. Wait, tell me that one with Titanic. Titanic. I think they're on the lower decks, and the mom killed her two young children like knew they weren't getting out of there i don't remember that part and then in color purple didn't oprah kill the daughter to prevent like having to suffer living in slavery do you remember andrea gate or andrea yates story where she like drowned her kids in the bathtub is that that one or is that the one that drove them into the river in the car I think Andrea Yates. There's a couple. I yeah, think. similar thing. But, but was she trying to save them from something? She, was, she thought that if she killed them, then she was saving their souls from like going to hell or something. So she, mm. so in her mind, she was like, "Well, if I if I kill them, then they will have eternal life." So she thought she was doing them a favor, doing something good for them for their souls. Are you guys infected? I, yeah, I'm sure. I think so. Well, see, that's interesting because if that's her religious belief, isn't that an interesting? Mm-hmm. One? It is like, interesting. If, and she was 
I think she had a person with schizophrenia or something. And um, well, that's the. I have issues with delusional disorder because it's like, who's to judge, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be a future topic. Let's yeah, talk about that. There's so there's a lot of these. There's a lot of this. Yeah, happens. Yeah, I can't imagine. Um, I mean, I've thought of like, okay, what if we know nuclear war has happened and we're all going to die within the hours? Like, what would I do with my kids? You know. I mean, I like, would, would it be better to put them out of suffering, the unknown and all that? Or would it be better to just see what happens? I think I'd take the risk of just see what happened. I don't know. I know. It's tricky, right? Because you want to do the thing that's going to cause least amount of suffering, but without knowing. Without knowing, right. Things going to be, yeah. Yeah. I know. And, like, don't spies carry, like, a like suicide pill with them oh. in case they get into a bad situation a bad situation they can't get or out like of. that torture situation where they're trying to get like information out of them yeah like i mean that. maybe that's just the movies <laughs> that's a good plan <laughs> that might not be real they should do that if they don't do that or like i wonder if like astronauts have that oh. like an opt-out pill that's a really good question like, if they end up like, sorry, we're not going to be able to bring you home, and you're kind of fucked out there. I wonder. See, that I want that inside I information. Need, I need to Google this. I don't Do have astronauts have an opt-out pill? I don't know anybody that's an astronaut that can tell me inside information. And they ha- may sign a serious NDA and, like, Did not be able to discuss. Did you just come up with that question right now? Yeah. Have you thought about this before? Because that's a great No, question. I haven't thought about that particular sitch that just came up. Or then, like, in the submarine situation? Yeah, like, all of that. Like, what would it be? Like, a cyanide pill or something? Yeah. Or am I too stuck in 60s spy <laughs> stories? <laughs> of course, like, in their necklace or... <laughs> yeah. In their ring. <laughs> they should have that. There should be something. Well, you can continue. I'll, I'll so back in. it's just, I thought it was interesting that this was caused by too much rain. Cause I think right now, like the focus is on, oh, it's getting too hot, too hot. But there's actually a lot of danger that can come from the opposite of things getting yeah, too cold, I too cold. Really part of that, just like flooding, ruining. Yeah. So this was caused by what was called a little ice age in that period mm-hmm. where things got colder. And so, there were cooler, wetter summers and earlier autumn storms. And this didn't bode well for agriculture, which needs like those hot, dry summers. So it says that it's an urban legend that American astronauts could carry suicide pills in case they are unable to return to Earth. It is possible this myth was started by the movie Contact in a scene where the main character is given a suicide pill in case he cannot get back to Earth. I think that's where it got Um, to consciousness. But, I mean, I feel like that would be probably the government wouldn't be able, like, NASA wouldn't be able to provide it. They're tell you also. It would be like, you might want to go find something to keep it in your pocket. But we're not Fifth Avenue. (laughs) There may or may not be a guy. (laughs) Go find Naomi's house over in the alley. (laughs) You can get a whole bunch of things. In the two garages. (laughs) You can get anything you need. (laughs) But they're not going to provide it. 
see but also would they disclose that to the public i don't know interesting i feel like they should be provided that i think so too i mean what's the alternative you just lay out there until you starve to death and die either starve to death or it's like suffocate and all of that's awful yeah that's terrible something that's gonna make you go to sleep death with dignity Let's talk about this witch, Wicked Witch bullshit. Let's do it. So if you ask most people to think of a witch, what image do you think would come to mind? Like an older lady with a hat, black hat, pointy nose, like evil looking. Evil, ugly. Yeah. So this has been ingrained into us, Mm -hmm. that image of a witch. Mm And there's a lot of thoughts on why that is. Um, There's some thoughts that there could be some anti-Semitism at play. But this is a common villain in stories. The evil, ugly old woman often lives alone, Mm. practices dark magic. Has cats. There could be a lot of cats. Eats or steals children. But... This really perpetuates like a harmful stereotype that beauty is good and ugly is scary. Oh yeah. So and and age like, and age is bad and to be feared and to not be married you have to be right like, being alone. Like, that means let's, you're yes. up to something. Let's suspect that person living alone. What are they doing? What's wrong with them? Yeah, they're not conforming to society, so they must be evil. Exactly. So these messages are ingrained in children. These are all children's tales. Makes sense. Think, wow. think about how many stories. Snow White has the evil witch. So many. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Oz. All this, all the princess ones, like Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty does that have it? Like the, all the. Well, Rapunzel def- Rapunzel steals the baby. Well, and Sleeping Beauty gets the baby in a trade. Or is that the stepmother? No, no, no. That's. Well, so there's evil stepmothers and. The similar usually are witches because they're like magic. They're, they're kind of both. Is. Yeah, they're both. I think in Snow White it was both, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Wizard of Oz, that those were just all the actual witches. Yeah. And then, um, but Sleeping Beauty, that I think that was a witch. Like she turned into a dragon at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lot. What other ones? I'm sure there's so many. But this, you know as being children's stories that's the message that kids are getting at a very young age mm-hmm. and i felt like this is might make you miss danger because you're looking the wrong way and trust people that are attractive who actually could be the most evil motherfuckers out there yeah i mean have you been following this ruby frankel thing no so it's like this blonde white chick had this channel where she gave parenting advice she's now being con- you know on trial for like serious child abuse mm. like having her kids starved and like duct taped oh my goodness and was an influencer giving parenting advice oh my goodness wow so i think we need to teach kids to like look more at who the person is and and less on the appearances Appearance. right don't what is it don't judge a book by its cover yeah and then the whole stepmother thing 
We need to look That's into mean. the Grimms' history. Like, why are you hating on stepmothers so much? We need to find out what if there was something that went on Stepmothers there. can be great. Yeah. They're not always, like, in competition with their kids. Like, uh, Cinderella. I think that is the idea, of, to me, of, like, the worst That one's stepmother. just the stepmother. That one's not a witch. That was just the stepmother. But yeah. she was just, like, her own biological children. She was just invested in their good outcomes. Mm-hmm. And Cinderella, as not being the biological one, was, like, made to do all the chores and all of that. No, I was just looking up more stories that have... Yeah, what are they? Well, it has a lot of new books with witches. But they're, they're like, young witches. I think they're making witches to be more, like, whimsy and powerful, and they can, like, do what they want. Well, I mean, modern witches are any of us that are just more, like, in tune to nature and... You know, look, seeking power in maybe alternative ways. Yeah, and that's like what, like those witch trials that went wild out in Salem and over there, where I think it was just women who were, um, you know, using like herbs and plants and stuff and cooking and healing and like in touch with nature yeah they were like using stuff to like heal and then they're like oh you're in there cooking up a brewing spells and potions and using it for evil because they weren't conforming to society they were mistrusted if they weren't like going to church or something like that or or like you know married and or not married Mm -hmm. yeah so rude (laughs) i hate it what are your favorite witch movies? That's what I was trying to think. I mean, there's so many, I'm sure. Oh, um, let's see. The Craft. Craft is good. I was thinking children's ones, which I couldn't think of anymore, but I'm sure there's a lot. But I like The Craft. And then there was this one, um, I forget. And this girl, she used to be able to freeze time when it was like back in the, I don't know. When I was younger, and this girl, she could like, she was like a witch and could freeze time. I like the Three Witches of Eastwick. <laughs> oh, with Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson yeah. I loved that one. I like that one. And then what was the one that got really popular with like uh, Shannon Doherty and was it Charmed? I never oh, saw that one. I didn't really get into it, but I know that was really popular. Oh, there was one with Sandra Bullock. Oh my god, I love that. Practical one. Magic. I love. I haven't watched it for a long time. I don't know if it holds up, but I so loved that movie. I watched it a long time ago, and then I because they did like Midnight Tequila, right? Yeah, it was, and I think the whole point was they were trying to like get rid of some guy. That to, let's watch it again. Over. Let's see if it holds up. <laughs> we could do a review that no yeah. one watch. I don't know what. <laughs> We could just do it ourselves and have midnight margaritas. That's what it was. Midnight margaritas. They would get up at midnight and like. Let's do it. The month of October, we can definitely do. Perfect. And Nathan can join if she ever comes back. I know. Like, where is she? (laughs) I don't know. I love that. All right, let's do it. What other? I don't know any other which ones though. I, I loved the craft. I was really. I'm trying to learn Spanish watching a Spanish show called The Witch right now oh. on Netflix. I was trying to watch it without subtitles just to see if I could just get learn Spanish through osmosis, but oh, I just uh-huh. started watching them with the subtitles. Uh-huh. I don't know what's better. Bruja. That's a. Bruja. Is that good? La Bruja. That's a witch in Spanish. Bruja. Uh-huh. That's how you say witch in Spanish. Okay. It's a good show. 
Yeah. It's called The Witch. The, the Witch, yeah. It's a Spanish show. Oh, okay. Because I learned best with immersion. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm just going to start watching like Spanish shows, listen to Spanish music. And I think that would be better than like doing like one of those lesson things. Like the Rosetta Stone. Well, I was doing Duolingo. Oh. Okay. But they shamed me. They're like, you are dropped out and you are not on a streak and you <gasps> suck. And what? is this not working for you? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, it's Duolingo. Not working for me when you're like putting me down. Exactly. <laughs> they shamed me. I'm like, I'm over you now. <laughs> that is awful. Yeah. They should be like, you put in an hour this week. Way to go. Keep it going. <laughs> like, encourage the people. Well, they encourage you until you stop. Uh-huh. If you miss three days, they start attacking you and it starts wow. becoming negative and it doesn't work for me. That... I don't, it doesn't motivate me. No. And yeah, it makes me want to rebel. Shame doesn't work for me as a motivator. Well, I'll have to look up that one too. All right, do it. All right, we're going to come up with our until next time. Oh my gosh. Do you have something? No. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget to think about it. Well, I'm inspired by Hansel, so I'm going to say, until next time, always have that exit strategy. It's really done me well in a lot of tough situations. Mm-hmm. Maybe look into, uh, I don't know, growing your own food in case of emergency. <laughs> Learn how to bake bread. Be a prepper. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. And witches aren't always bad. Oh, I think mostly good. See, learn how to bake bread. Be a prepper. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. And witches aren't always bad. Oh, I think mostly good.